Welcome to Growing in the Gospel with Father Zach Weber. It is the third Sunday in Ordinary Time. Well, welcome to Growing in the Gospel. This is Father Zach, and it's a pleasure to be here with you. As a newly ordained priest, one of my hopes, goals, gosh, do I say dreams, is for people to actually come to Mass prepared and not just wait till Sunday to kind of be blitzed in the face with the Word and to just leave without conversion. So through this podcast, we like to look at the Gospels. Come prepared. All of our arrows in our lives should point to the Sunday Mass, the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, where we offer ourselves with Jesus on the paten and the chalice to be sanctified, to be divinized, and we allow the Word to transform our hearts, to become new again. And our Gospel reading this week is from Luke 1 through 4 and 4, 14 through 21. So as always, pull out your Bibles, pull up some friends, and don't be afraid to invite some people. A little acronym I want to give you is the acronym of PI. P is for pray, I is for invite, and E is for encourage. Don't be afraid to pray, ask for some names, then just invite them and encourage them to keep coming. And our gospel begins with this week from the Gospel of Luke. Since many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as those who were eyewitnesses from the beginning and ministers of the word have handed them down to us, I too have decided, after investigating everything accurately anew, to write it down in an orderly sequence for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may realize the certainty of the teachings you have received. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news of him spread throughout the whole region. He taught in their synagogues and was praised by all. He came to Nazareth, where he had grown up, and went according to his custom into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read and was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He unrolled the scroll and found the passage where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glide tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to let the oppressed go free and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. Rolling up the scroll, he handed it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue looked intently at him. He said to them, Today, this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. I could talk about this gospel reading for a long, long time, but that's not the way we're going to go with this. But when we look at this gospel reading, I, I think there's just a lot of things happening here that we need to really look at. Because Luke talks about being handed down the word being handed down to him, and he investigated everything accurately and knew. And just take a second, because this is the opening lines, take a second. Have you ever taken time to investigate your faith? The ins and outs, the whys, the wheres, the whos, the whats. Because the Lord wants us to be knowledgeable about our faith and be able to defend the truth, especially the Catholic faith, which is founded upon the confession of Peter 
and Jesus gave us everything. And we have so much to be grateful for as the sacraments, but to defend it is what we are called to do so that we can also hand it down to others. And then Jesus, in our opening line from chapter 4, says, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news of him spread throughout the whole region. And he taught in their synagogues and was praised by all. And he announces what we call a jubilee year. Now, a jubilee year was something that happened every 50 years. And it's a part, as a part of Israel's economic legislation, they celebrated and it signaled the remission of debts, the release of slaves, and the return of ancestral property to its original family owners. And even the word release comes from Ephesus, A-P-H-E-S-I-S, means forgiveness. And Jesus follows the spirit of Isaiah when he announces liberation from sin, not from political or economic subjugation. And Christ reserves many blessings for the lowly and the powerless. So as he comes forward, he opens his scroll, and he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. And for most people, not to get political here, but it's spiritual poverty. Question, do you and your family, do you and your loved ones, when you go to church on Sunday, do you guys know Jesus? <laughs> Have you experienced him in the good news that he saved you from that jerk Satan and his hold on you, holding you captive? Because Jesus next says, he sent me to proclaim liberty captives and everybody's captive to something. In our culture, money, power, pleasure, honor, alcohol, pornography, looking for the esteem of others, you name it, like <laughs> we are captive to things. And he also calls us to give recovery of sight to the blind. And maybe just take a moment of silence and just ask yourself, where am I blind? Where am I blind? So that you can t see where you're being impatient with others. So you can see where the Lord's calling you to grow. And so you can become the saint God is calling you to be. And he says next, to let the oppressed go free. So he comes to pay off our debts, which he does for us on the cross. And we really need to give thanks and praise for God for every day for, for dying for us on the cross. Knowing that everything is a gift. And I can remember times where people out of their generosity just said, hey, what can I help you with? <clears throat> and they just gave me money to help me out of a difficult situation. Pretty much all my seminary formation was paid by the goodwill of others and to be reliant upon them and let yourself be taken care of. We should always be giving thanks and praise because the Lord has provided and He will provide. But if we're blind to it, we can't recognize it and we can't tell people about how He set us free from being captive. What about you? 
because all of us have spiritual blind spots and we're often surprised when God opens our eyes to them. What is a spiritual blind spot you can make a new beginning once you recognize it? And are you not afraid to receive his mercy and confession this weekend and to go and have the truth poured upon you to know that Jesus loves giving you his mercy. He loves setting you free again and again and again to know that sin doesn't have hold on you. So you can receive the spiritual gifts you need to fight the battle in your weakness with your brothers and sisters at your parish and your family. Know of my prayers for you. The song I'm going to close with is called New Day by Joe Zambone. We just started a new year roughly 20-some days ago. Have you already fallen back into old habits? Let's not let that happen and let us let the Lord change our hearts, change our minds, remove that blindness, and just give Him everything. Pour your heart to Him in front of the cross. Pour out your heart, everything that's going on in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And pour out your heart in the confessional. You know what the Lord says? You don't need to be afraid. I come to bring sight to the blind, glad tidings to the poor, liberty to captives, freedom to those who feel oppressed. And may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, all things bring glory to your name.